Welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki. And this week, what I thought I'd do was introduce myself. It's been, this is the 81st episode. And it occurred to me the other day that while I've shared story and experiences and stuff that I've had, I haven't really told you who I am. And I thought it would be fun to do that while also talking about how my soul has led me to where I am today and how that relates to your soul. Because we all have this soul self, right? And we have this human self. And I really believe that the intention of our souls is to learn how to be in, not to learn how to be, but to help our human self express and learn how to be in joy, in playfulness, not irresponsibility. Like hear the difference there. We can be playful, we can be joyful, we can be really loving this experience and still be productive members of society. It is possible to do both. So I thought, well, let me give them a little behind the scenes of who I am and how I do my work and what they may, what you may experience if you were to work with me, but also to give a little bit of an idea of who the heck is this lady I'm listening to. So as of today, you know, I am in my 51st year. I feel like I'm just entering my 30s with the knowledge of my 50s, which is a pretty cool experience. I am one of eight children. I am lucky number seven. And I obviously have a pretty large uh, family and come from a uh, a background where we didn't talk about intuition, we didn't talk about feelings, we didn't talk about anything. So for me to be such a big talker is hysterical. My nickname as a child was Chatterbox, so you can imagine that this is not new. <laughs> so this is how I am wired. And part of my learning who I am, I feel like helps me work with others because not only do I learn from you, but I also feel like the experiences that I've gone through help me empathize and contribute to who um, and how I work, right? So I was married for 27 years when my husband passed. Well, that's not true. We were together for 27 years. We were married for 25 years and two days. And we raised three children together. I have three grandchildren. And um, I am fortunate and tenacious enough to have been working for myself for 20 years now. This is my 20th year, woo woo. And um, it, while it has changed in how it presents itself, um, it's a blast, it really is. And that's why I love working with entrepreneurs because I get it and I know what that's like. Uh, most days I will be wearing shirts that I earned in races um, because don't wear a shirt you haven't run or at least volunteered at the race for. It's just not good alignment. So uh, while I believe my shirt that for those of you listening on the podcast and not watching on YouTube, 
uh, my shirt says women run the world and uh, I believe we all do but there's a um, a um, collectiveness energy that's rising up now in the feminine strength so while I didn't plan to wear this shirt to do the podcast it lines up well I have a resident um, old lady cat who you will likely hear or see during the episodes since I'm no longer using the podcast studio and I now record from the room I share with my rabbit. So uh, he's a bit of a slob, but I love him anyway. He's six now and a bit of a goofball too. And I'll post a picture for those Again, um, listening in the podcast, I'll make it the episode picture in that um, I have a lot of books. I have a stationary issue. (laughs) I love pens and pads of paper and just all those kind of fun stuff. And so working from home, I've been doing this for over a year, actually a year and a half now. And I know some of you are learning how to do this uh, and are adjusting to it. And likely, you know, if you have small people around too, but if you're the only one in the space, it helps to have the critters um, to, you know, keep you company, to keep you on your toes and to, um, you know, just have that little bit of love. So if you're watching the video, you can see Leah's tail is flipping across the uh, screen. So for me to learn who I am, it's taken a lot of permission. And I feel like uh, um, this is true of most humans. And I feel like if we can all give ourselves that permission, then our experience is that much more connective with our soul. It is that much more joyful. So like I said, I truly believe that the soul comes in and has this kind of giddiness in reserve. It's waiting for us to say, oh, there you are. I connect with you. Let me use your knowledge um, and, and merge it. So this is a lot of the work that I do. And you know what? Up until recently, I couldn't really get my hands around it, like to describe what I do. And I feel like that's true. I think of a lot of people who have their own businesses or who have, um, even have a feeling from within that they like to know who they are, but they really can't find the words for it. So please know that that's normal. I've been doing this 20 years and I'm just now landing in a place where I have words for it. I have the vocabulary that leads to it. So what happens for me when I'm working with someone is I literally through one of my eyes see your soul self and one of my other and the other physical eye, I only have two, (laughs) that I see your humanness and your experience, your condition, if you will. And then they merge in what's the third eye. And that gives me the ability to connect the dots between what is it that your soul intends to help you learn in this lifetime because we all have a different mission. We all have a different soul mission of what we'd like to learn. That doesn't necessarily mean that there's this 
passion that rises up or this I know what I want to do or how I want to be of service while I do believe the soul wants to be of service please don't think you're missing out on something or that you just don't have it if you haven't felt a knowing or a lit up about why the hell am I here it's likely because the human conditioning has taken more of your attention. And a lot of what I do when I work with someone is the untangling of that human conditioning, the untangling of those wires. Like you ever have, do you have that electronic box where you throw your extra cords in because you might need them for something or you're of course going to remember what it was connected to? <laughs> yeah, the dream box, if you will. Well, sometimes, that's what people look like to me when I'm looking at them through mm, the eye that perceives the, the humanness. I'll see all that wiring is all jumbled up and that gets in the way of even being able to hear your soul. So you're not doing anything wrong if you're feeling like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I don't know what my soul is saying. Do I have a soul? Is it, is it yelling to me? It doesn't yell. Um, our souls are very kind. They can be pushy at times, I do believe. So when I'm working with someone and I see this tangled, mess, <laughs> my first inclination, and this is true if you have a box of those things too, I want to clean that up too. So it translates not only on the intuitive level, but to the physical level. So what I do is I look for, okay, what's the most powerful or the loudest tangle that's in there? And it might be a belief system. It may be an experience that you had thus far in your life, in childhood or up till now. And that unwiring of it through discussion, um, through neuropathway work, through me asking, do you remember what happened at 13 that caused this stop in your progression um, of knowing who you were? So it's different for everybody. We all have little blips on our screen. And when I'm looking at that stuff, while I'm talking to someone, there's a lot going on. What I'm looking to do is to help unwire the, the cluster that's there so that you can invent you, you yourself, not me. I can't do this work for you. I can only guide there that you can feel that soul connection. You can feel that kind of lit up energy. It's like a superpower um, or a, a superpower bank. Like it provides a lot of energy. So the reason that this I think is important and is because I have to listen to my soul's message and that's my soul's message is to help people feel secure in how they're wired maybe upgrade the system a little bit, learn their wiring, and then you, then they, you, can go out into the world and provide whatever that soul's mission is that you have. That could be, maybe you make the best food ever. Um, maybe you want to teach kindness. Um, Maybe you run a corporation and you want to create product 
that supports others. There's so many ways to affect change in our world. It doesn't all have to be through business. It doesn't have to be through, you know, grandiose standing on a stage or, um, you know, really pushing yourself and, oh, just falling for the message of these days that if you don't have fame, you don't have value. And that's just not true because some of the most effective healers on this planet are those that are leading with heart, leading with love. Um, so, uh, individuals experiencing having Down syndrome or, um, on the, uh, spectrum in which they're teaching us how to communicate. We think we're teaching them. They're teaching us. So part of my offering and part of my drive is to help an individual first and foremost connect with their soul so that you've already reached a level of contract success, if you will, because we all have a contract with our soul self. And it drives me because I see how when someone is caught up in that wiring and they're just too physically focused, what's going on in this this realm, and not realizing that they have this own wiring or powering, if you will, um, I just want them to know that. I want everyone to feel the joy that I feel connected to spirit, connected to soul level. And to be clear, it's not a 24-7. It's not that I'm standing here saying that, oh, I'm always in this place. I'm not. I'm human. I have to vacillate through my own process. And that was one of the reasons of I said, I gotta let them know who I am. Like most days, there's no makeup going on. Most, most days, well, actually, including today, you can't see it, but I'm wearing pajama bottoms to do this uh, podcast. <laughs> and that's likely to be most days. I do change before you go out in public. Um, I'm not the greatest cook. I, I eat clean, but I have my days. So I feel like that self-acceptance leads to the self-appreciation, which leads to the self-love that our soul is guiding us towards. So if I can help whomever I'm working with achieve that through understanding your special wiring and that includes intuition that includes your first sense because that guides us as well so we all have a blueprint and once i feel like people are introduced to their blueprint there's a there's a relaxation that goes on and to take the pressure off of you know whatever success means so um I believe it's my my mission to facilitate the personification of the soul. So bringing the soul into alignment with our person, our physical self, so that both may be expressed through language, through love, through compassion, through caring. Um, and you know what? It also supports our own physical self because it's pure love. So... One of the the reasons that I teach and encourage intuitive development is because I believe everybody is already super capable. There's varying degrees, absolutely. We will always have young souls or sometimes what I call knuckle draggers. Um, those that are fixated on on the more materialistic side of life. 
and they're really not doing anything wrong. They're listening to their soul. They just have a young soul. When I work with someone, that's not the demographic I'm going to work with because the t I can't do your work for you, I can guide. And therefore, in clientele, I work with those who already, they don't, you don't have to know what your abilities or your gifts are or what you want to do in life. Actually, that's my specialty. I help people figure that out. Uh, but there does have to be an awareness of there's something else that I'm not accessing within myself. And that's the type of um, soul that I work with. Because if I'm going to listen to my soul and the intention of that, I have to align with that type of person to be able to um, affect the change that I feel like my soul agreed to. Which, you know, part of that is I do see the world very differently than most people. And I love that. It's taken a long time for me to accept, not a long time if you think of lifetimes, <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> but in this lifetime, it's taken me quite a while to be able to say and to fully embody that I see the world very differently and I love that. And I'm not crazy or wrong or delusional. I've heard that before. I'm not a Pollyanna. I'm actually very well informed of what's going on in our world. And yet I embrace my gift to be able to see underneath it and to see the wiring that isn't exactly perfect because perfection does not exist, um, but to see the potential in our world situations and in the humanity that exists right now. We're always going to have different levels of it. That doesn't mean that I can't appreciate every level and yet see the truth in what the humanness is offering me. So being able to interpret the soul level and as well as the human level allows me to synthesize that information together and not be fooled by someone's younger self or maybe by the manipulation they're acting out and they just don't know they're acting out. This is just so you have a little bit of background here um, when you're listening to these podcasts of who is this chick? And this has come over, I think my lifetime, but it wasn't until I was 29 that I even realized that something different was happening and that the information that I was picking up on wasn't common knowledge. And it's, you know, I had to sort that out and, and really try to figure out, am I being delusional? Am I just wanting a um, picture? Am I acting out the conditioning or was I acting out the conditioning that I received in childhood that you just didn't talk about anything? So was I avoiding tough subjects? And for a while I was, um, to truthfully, I was. Um, and then I realized courageous conversations release you and, and feel good afterwards, not always in the moment, but afterwards. And so as I age, and some of this comes through age and, and the experience that, you know, someone's not likely to keel over if you have a tough subject to talk about. Um, I, this learning who I am 
and it has changed my business. For a while, I was only working, well, I was primarily working in mediumship and giving messages from those who have crossed. And it took a lot of courage for me to be able to say, I don't want to do that full time. I don't even particularly enjoy it because while it does bring peace to people, and I do find those in the astral realm a lot of fun, I just believe that if we're to be the best serving that we can be, we are focused with where we are and how we can affect change where we are. And I really believe that those who have crossed know that too. And they're encouraging us to focus where we are. And that was part of my shift from doing not only the intuitive readings, but the mediumship and then shifting into coaching because I also didn't want to be that person who you came to and I read your screen and I told you what I saw. And while I have a very accurate track record, I didn't want people handing over their power to me. We already give our power away enough. I wanted people to, I'm, I'm okay if you lean on me. I'm okay if you ask for direction. I mean, that's why I'm here. And that's why I have the wiring I have. I'm great with that, but it must be coactive. It must be collaborative, the type of work if I'm going to listen to my own soul. And sometimes when we're in business, we tend to pay attention to what does the customer want rather than listening to what we want. And when I work with businesses, this is the type of work I, uh, service I offer. When I work with a company, I actually get into this because a company has a soul too. And because I've gone through it and I had to make a very difficult decision to leave the majority of mediumship behind as my label, as my service, because it was a huge chunk of my business. It was 75% of my income and I'm self-employed and my husband had just passed. And I don't know if you know this or not, but when they pass, unless you've got a pension lined up, there is no income coming in and I wasn't independently wealthy. So I did all that at the same time because if I didn't listen to my soul, I felt like I would be a hypocrite trying to help people listen to theirs and yet I wasn't listening to mine. So when I work with a business and I do a lot with team communication, helping each person to see their value, including the, the CEOs and the CFOs and the COOs and the CMOs and all those CEOs, CEOs, CEOs. It's important that each person know and feel their value in their contribution. And if they're not contributing, that we free up their future to perhaps work somewhere else because that's being in alignment too. If you're working somewhere and, and doing something that you don't want to do, and trust me, there have been times in my life where I had to do that because I had three kids who needed to eat um, and I had to pay a mortgage. I get that, I understand it, but I feel like we can do both. We can listen to that soul self and we can provide. And this is the merging, right? That I'm talking about the soul with the human self. And this is what I help with. So in a business situation, we may not only be looking at the environment, we may be looking at the product. Um, what are you providing? Is it in alignment? Does it feel good? Because we can only be false for so long. It only works for so long and it's, it feels awful. So it may not be that you, you know, immediately get rid of the moneymaker 
it may be that you transition and that you have the guts to do it because I promise you once you line up and once you step into what feels right to yourself and to the soul's business, the, the abundance will follow. That's pure energy. It just takes a little bit of courage. So one of the services I provide is helping a business to clarify that along with who are you hiring? <laughs> you know, I love scanning the applications and saying, no, don't even bother. Um, and ooh, hire this one. They may not have everything you're looking for that you know, industry standards say must be on an application, but they are your key to success. Hire them. So the all of this has changed by me listening to my soul because I love business. I love the subject of it. I love figuring out how to line it up. I love systems. <laughs> so you can be a very spiritually connected person and be very grounded with an analytical side. It actually works really well to have those. So working with entrepreneurs or people who are starting their business or maybe they're enhancing or maybe they're in this process of shifting, it, it helps if someone like myself is out here saying, okay, but does that feel like it lights you up? I mean, this is part of the reason I have a coach and, you know, and how he reflects to me that mm, sounds like that's not in making you happy or, and how can we create the steps to shift that? So, and, and on that subject, a little aside, if your coach doesn't have a coach of some sort, you need to question if they're someone who can guide you, who can lead you, because if they're not expanding um, and we all take little breaks, but if they're not expanding or asking how can they grow in themselves and in their business, and that doesn't necessarily mean grow the business. You can be perfectly thrilled with a certain number of clients and not have you know, hundreds of thousands. But if they're not growing in and of themselves, you might want to ask. And that includes therapists, doctors, you know, lawyers, accountants, all of it. So one of the reasons that I... I love helping the leaders in their industry is because can you imagine there's a trickle down right or a or a ripple out even because sometimes the industry leaders can help to affect the shift in in their own environment you know when companies start using better better grains you know than non-gmos or they start treating the farmers better or it starts to ripple out it takes courage for the industry for leaders in the industry to do that to step out we could use some of that in our republicans right now sorry oh i so try to stay away from politics but who people need to be checking their conscience <laughs> and checking in with their soul because we answer to that soul when we cross so i plan to get there and go you did a good job vic there's some change you could make or what if you try that in the next lifetime or here's an area of enhancement so when i'm working with the leaders um, that helps me to feel like I'm affecting change, that I'm helping because when you have a business leader, um, a teacher, a, a restaurant owner, a, a just any one political party in alignment with the greater good, with energy, with uh, fairness, with respect, with love, 
it does affect the energy universally, not simply in our county, our state, our country, it affects it universally. So for me, I don't have to know the ins and outs of somebody's business, although I get very curious and I like to do research. I don't have to know that. I have to know how to help the person unwire the crap that's not serving, wire the harness, <laughs> wire it up, and then help them to create the steps that they do in their world, in their industry. So a lot of the times, and this is one of my, one of the ones that you know, appeals to my heart is when I'm working with parents who will say, help me be in alignment so I can show my children what that looks like. I can model it for them and I can help them to be the greatest expression of themselves. That does not mean entitled brats. Let me be clear about that. What it means is being the adult in the world that gives them a sense of security so much that they can say, I was hurt by that, or I'm a little afraid right here. Um, I don't wanna play hockey, <laughs> you know, things like that. And they can feel like their voice, their, their eternal voice, their, their heart voice, not just the spoken voice, can be heard. So when parents come to me with that, oh, it just makes me all ooey gooey um, because, and some of it is because I, I truly, I walked that space, but not completely in body because there was so many stressors. And a lot of the work I do is because I have not had a mentor. I have not had someone who could bring this to me. Now I believe spirit to be my mentor, but sometimes you want the stinking human standing in front of you saying very literally, do you think that's a good idea? Or it feels like you're minimizing who you are. Can we shift that? Can we, can we, express it in some area of life. It doesn't have to be the whole area. When parents or leaders know that they have an effect on the people around them, and then each of us realize individually we have that, and that just by smiling at someone in the grocery store or or holding the door, you know, keeping the six feet, but still holding the door, it just brings a lot to to our world um, and it goes out. So when an individual comes to me and says, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I want, I don't know if I have abilities, I promise you, you do, I don't know how to hook my soul to my human self, that to me is such a place of vulnerability that I feel so honored, so honored to be able to say, that's okay, we can do this and we can do it incrementally without frying your motherboard and we can help you because this is most important to feel, connect and know your own soul's wiring so that you can be in it. You can have the joy of looking at the trees or of completing a project. You can feel that infusion of light. Oh, it's just so amazing. I'm wondering if you know, if you've had a glimpse of, you may not know, but if you have had a glimpse of what that is that I'm speaking of, have you had that feeling of inspiration, of feeling like, I wanna clean out my closet because, and I don't know why, but it feels like that would be good for me. That is a soul connection. That is you listening to your soul. Well, if you actually follow through, that's you listening to your soul. On the days that 
you feel like you you want to be out in nature and you feel like I just need to be out there. Um, that's your soul encouraging you to go out and <laughs> I call it being swiffered, cleaned off by the energy that is provided by the universe and the knowing space and the souls of the critters that are out there, the trees, the the clouds, the you know, the atmosphere. I'm wondering if you know or have felt that so that you can set that as your own guidance system, like a GPS coordinate to tap into that occasionally um, and then work incrementally towards that because you don't have to be able to walk around in the intuitive place. <laughs> uh, my cat just stepped up on the desk and put her tail right in my mouth. Um, you don't have to be on. You don't have to be always in a place of action. It's pausing that helps you to, helps all of us to connect with that soul self, to bring in that feeling of joy, to bring in the feeling of wonder, to bring in and to connect with that amazingness that I promise you, you have running through you, even if you're not sure where you put it. So could you, in this week, month, year, lifetime, could you reach out to that soul level? Could you ask, okay, show me what you've got. Um, could you take a little bit of inventory and think about the times where you felt really lit up? Because if you do that, there'll be a feeling and a reminder of what that energy is. And it might be when you just feel like, oh, when you see a puppy face or, uh, you know, when a baby blows bubbles and they think they're the funniest thing on the planet, that's being connected to your soul. They, we think of it as, oh good, they're learning, you know, oral, those speaking skills and all that. Nah, that is an individual so connected with their soul because they have not disconnected yet. You have this ability and, and it can be wired in such a way and connected in such a way that you thoroughly enjoy your human experience while navigating it as well. So nothing like the power of humor. I encourage you to let me know if you require help with this. If you'd like help with that, vickybaird.com. Um, pretty easy. Thank you for indulging me and learning a little bit about who is behind the voice of the podcast and what services offered as well as learning about your own soul i hope let's stay connected to ourselves to each other to the universe to the power that is available that brings peace so i wish you peace see you in the next episode thank you for listening to intuition your first sense as always please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.